ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie It's twelve o'clock, Angela's calling. Come on, let's go on to bed. I told her remotely I'd get the TV, but I turned to a movie instead. A black and white classic. Starring John Garfield About a man who was always alone He had designs for a pretty young woman But I've got designs of my own Move over, Angela, your baby's calling Reach up and turn out your light Red rockets firing, streetcars desiring I'm gonna love you tonight Now friend, as I started to hit that off button there was a rerun, came on Channel 10 About a stupid young sailor Who's stuck on an island So I flipped it on over again To some infomercial Selling thigh masters which would just collect dust on her shelf I flicked off the Philco and headed toward Angie You see, I'm a thigh master myself Move over, Angela, your baby's a-calling Reach up and turn out your light Red rockets firing Streetcars desiring And I'm gonna love you tonight Move over Angela Your baby's coming Reach up and turn out your light Red rockets firing And streetcars desiring And I'm gonna love you tonight Hey, Dr. Cialis, this is your cousin 
Marvin Cialis? <laughs> you know that new commercial song you've been looking for? Cialis. Well, listen to I'm this. I'm telling you, right now, if I heard that song on a commercial for erectile dysfunction, I wouldn't waste any time getting to my doctor and coming up with whatever lie I needed to tell him about my paltry penis. <laughs> Because I would have to have it. Do you that right there from paltry penis? <laughs> I got a bad case of paltry penis. I used to be a thigh master, and I'm trying to get back in the game. Give me some of that sweet, sweet John Dow. Unlimpacil may cause side effects, like having too much sex, non-paltry <laughs> penis, and death. And banging your... Average middle-aged wife. Mm. But by cracky, you gonna be banging. Sitting in bathtubs um, at the sunset. <laughs> we are continuing with the work of John Dow this week. And, like, this was the whole reason for the season right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela is clearly the hit of the bunch. It is the radio-friendly single. It is ready-made to get the party started. Um this is one that did not take too long for us to turn around on. After you get past the initial time of hearing Thighmaster, um, you're like, well, that's silly. And they're like, no, it's not. It's fucking great. Um, this is going to be a very different <laughs> cold dog soup because I got nothing bad to say about this. And I'm not even going to pretend to have anything bad to say about this. I'm just going to glow about how much I love this stupid song. I think the worst thing I can say about this is that it is a – Less excellently executed Jason Isbell streetlights. <laughs> because he's just talking about things he sees on TV, not unlike uh-huh. Jason Isbell in streetlights leaves a bar and just talks about the people he calls. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that. Go ahead, piggyback off I, that. Man. I like stuff that's short and sweet and to the point. And that's a story that's encapsulated, and you know, you've got a beginning, a middle, and an end. This has all those things. It was one of the detriments to retail. It had none of those things. I'm starting to think Correct. retail wasn't too bad. So give me a narrative structure. Give mm-hmm. me a character I can relate to. Uh, don't talk about you know how security cameras aren't really Don't give on. me any lingo. Get to the point. And this is what this does. It gets to the point. Everybody can identify with the line, I'm a thigh master myself. Absolutely. And without telling us, when this was written or how old he is or anything. I fully, oh, it's without old. knowing. It's old. John, yeah, without knowing John who wrote this. But, but no, the John Garfield thing is, I mean, it's he's watching old movies. Yeah. he's It he's is a, a black and white classic. Old, yeah, a man but, shot in the, but set in the modern day. Um, he's watching a, a John Garfield movie late. Gilligan's Island comes on late reruns. He calls his fucking TV a Philco, mm-hmm. which is just great. Um, you got to be super old to know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it's it's John Dow paying tribute to John Prine, whom he loves, and all of us should love, mm-hmm. by the way, because the late John Garfield Blues is a similarly crafted song by John Prine about watching movies with John Garfield. More layers than an um, onion. The song has. It's deep. It is a deeper song than you would imagine, but it's also very... I mean, if this fucking thing had been on the radio at any time in, like, the... um, Ah, man, in the Devil Dances and Empty Pockets era of country music, if this thing was on the radio, then I wouldn't even bat it an eye. 
Yeah, this, I mean, this could even break through in the top 40 of the Tony Braxton Unbreak My Heart era. <laughs> I could, I could, I could see this, like, number 36 right after to- the Toad the Wet Sprockets, uh, you know, 162nd consecutive week on the top 40. Here comes John Dow with Angela. But it's, it's got some weird production it's behind it, too, now. o'clock. Maybe it's a Chris Isaac song now. <laughs> By the way, I've always pictured this woman as Angela from The Office. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was going to say we, for those of us, for, for our listeners who maybe didn't listen to last episode, I think that there's some sort of shared universe mm-hmm. in all of these songs. And Angela is the name of the car. We finally oh, get the name of the car. <laughs> oh, he's a thigh master, though. He's, he hammered down on our thighs on the Pontiac hood. Yeah, he's, you know, using the, the melting rod. And, and she and wouldn't call her back. Right. She wouldn't call him back when he was at the concert mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she was reach up and turn off your light. That's the headlights, baby. Man, I I love the the like the third time he says reach up and turn out your light when there's just that pause. Reach up and turn out your light. That's letting that is that's letting Angela know we ain't pussyfooting around anymore, lady. Mm-hmm. It well, is time unless there's to a go. Hand of- to, to get back to what the point I'm trying to make oh, here. Sorry. Sorry, sorry guys. Jesus. But it's, it, it's clearly in the T. Red rockets firing. Yeah, it's a penis. The allegory. engine. The engine is on fire. Mm-hmm. His penis is Street red. cars <laughs> desiring. So he names it as, this is a car, guys. Uh-huh. It's a car or, on the street. Or he came up with the only street, instance of desiring abbreviated without the G. And it's also an allusion to the streetcar named Desire. Yeah. AKA New Orleans. They are two streetcar. <laughs> what? You're just saying things. No, 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 now. no, no, no. The the no, play. That, is, the that play. was set in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what does that have to New do Orleans, with New Orleans? Yeah, it's a story of New Orleans. You should know that from The Simpsons. It's literally a car on the street that transports people. Sure, his car. I know what a streetcar is. And he's gonna love the car tonight, which he did in the first song. He made love to the car. <laughs> so, so, love. so in your shared universe, he's, he's literally it is automobile erotica. Auto erotica asphyxiation. So you're saying that he's actually banging these cars? He is either literally or figuratively banging a car, or actually banging in the car. Whichever one of those floats your boat. What is the difference between literally and actually? Uh, about thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> Love Actually was a movie. All right. No, I, well, I, Judge Creel has I, really uh, taken us in a direction here. Well, <laughs> I, I think that... He hates Gilligan, by the way. Y- yeah. yeah. He ain't here for his shit. It's a stupid young sailor. I'm turning this shit off. I, I, just, <laughs> I just don't... Or he get, he caught a glimpse of Marianne, and that was like the thing that fucking triggered. Well, like, that's, oh, yeah. He saw Marianne in that Thighmaster commercial. His, his wife doesn't do it for him anymore. He's got a... His wife slash car doesn't do it for no, him No, he gets up because he flicks off the Philco and heads towards Angie because he's a thigh master himself. Or he claims to be. Or maybe he is so disillusioned, he's not attracted to his wife anymore, so he goes to his refrigerator and eats a bunch of chicken thighs. Yeah, we really don't know what happens. <laughs> Uncooked chicken, he goes and eats. <laughs> I would like have... in a bucket. He got it from the car. I would I would appreciate Angie's point of view on this because Well, Angie's a car, right? So it's gonna say beep beep honk honk. <laughs> right, just like Herbie. It could be a magic car. It could be, it could be. You know, True. it could be Knight Rider. Could be Knight Rider. It could make those noises like the mechanics make in the Pep Boys. Hey, my car's going ricka 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 ricka. 
oh, that's your altimeter. That's what, well, my car's going, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you know, that's the, the radiator hose. <laughs> All of that could be true. Now, just for this. for this line of this. thought, I will submit to maybe Angela is a woman. Mm-hmm. I would because like to she's think, saying actual words? Come on, let's a go. Human into that. A human woman. A human woman. A human woman. But I want to flip this because this guy thinks he's some sort of Casanova. Mm-hmm. Angela might not appreciate his advances. She wa- she just wants to read a book, and he's like, "Turn off that light, bitch." <laughs> well, I mean, Roll Angela, over, bitch. Angela. It's time. That's, we don't get her point think, of view about it's this. True. So. It's true. Well, I think her point of view was, "Hey, come to bed." Angela wanted that D like an hour before she got it. Um, she's fiending for it, and you know. The the narrator in this case, being a Casanova, knew. I gotta I gotta make her wait on this. I want yes, obviously I want to go get it right now. Angie's calling. I need to get up, but I'm gonna chill on this couch. It's just midnight. It's soon after midnight, and he's got a date with the Fairy Queen. He watches a little John Garfield. Um, flips around. He sees fine ass Suzanne Summers flexing them big quads. He's ready for that. Quads and then. <laughs> He finally catches that glimpse of Marianne or Ginger or the professor, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he um, could be bisexual. He's fucking cars, yeah. so any, anything. <laughs> Definitely any, in Anything's the on the table. It's, it's a big universe, anything Oh, it's, it's a universe. Um, to Creel's point. Uh, thank you. If she, she might be, she might not want to engage in intercourse with her husband of who knows how many years. She could just be like, come to bed, you gotta go to work tomorrow, and I don't want to hear you groaning <laughs> and moaning. You need to get to bed. Because in the the last time the last uh, chorus, he says, Move over, Angela, your baby's coming. Now Is she pregnant? Is that where you're going with this? No, oh. he he might be what the uh, what Missy Elliott might call a one minute man. Uh-huh. Oh push push come. Oh, two pump chump. Where she doesn't really enjoy, let's say, the experience. I'm not as letting much as you fuckers does. ruin this for me. Possible. This but is why? this is a song of hope for the middle aged folks I don't, who I don't still want to be for, banging after all these years. I don't. I don't care for his still point banging of view after all these years because if they're sharing a bed, like they're sharing a relationship, they've all got roles and responsibilities. Why is he being like move over? Why doesn't he just walk around and get on the other side of the bed? Well, she might be like taking up. The, is she like she might be spread out like a starfish. <laughs> Brazzers version of this is she is like ready to roll. I always the Brazzers version. Um, I do love the line "remotely I'd get the TV" because that <laughs> that combines two of my favorite things. Uh, something I would imagine Matt Hankins to say remotely. I'll be there. <laughs> this is a very Northwest Alabama thing to say. And a pun. Because remotely, he'd get the TV. Is what and you, what do you use to get the TV? The remote. Remote. But do you think he's banging the TV too? <laughs> Possibly. But I do think that he's trying to say that he likes to be alone. He likes to be He likes being comfortable. Off. Uh, I like being in You know, when he was at the club, he liked being alone. He didn't like to interact with the band. Mm. And when he was on the hood of the car, he liked being alone, even though someone may or may not have come in and out. He likes to be remote. So I don't think he wants this interaction with her. Maybe it's a chore on him. She's like, come to bed. I'm ready. And he's like, oh, God, can I... I gotta ice my like loins again. This this lady wants he's it too often. His dick, cause he's and he's banging watching that it out TV. Too much. Probably because he's literally banging a exhaust pipe. 
That's very hot. The red rocket. Yeah, yeah. it's steaming on him. We got a steam burn. I'm gonna love you tonight. Um, there's there's something that Justin Bieber did in Love Yourself. Okay. Did not where, know we'd get there today. Where he says, if you like the way that you look that much, you should go and love yourself. The first time I heard that song was on the radio. And I was like, that's clearly a radio edit. And in the real song, he says, you should go fuck yourself. Not the case. In the unedited, there. well, that is the clean and dirty version of the same. Because he says, then you should go and love yourself. This is... This strategy was pioneered by John Dowell, by the I'm going to love you tonight. The last time he says love you, I am always expecting him to say fuck you tonight. 100% of the time. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He wanted to get this on the radio. He He wanted it on the radio. Just like he did to Angie, who wants more. Yeah. I think I am coming around to that point. So did she. Yeah. I think he went in there and fucking annihilated. I think he just wailed on it. I think it was like three o'clock when he was done. Um, he watched John Garfield for like an hour. Probably got probably got moving around like one fifteen ish. And I think he's just straight wailing is this, until is this the cock Eastern time zone or central though. It'd be central. S I N T R A because because that is. I mean, I would imagine the the Thighmaster commercials to come on probably around one a.m. Yeah, once regularly scheduled broadcast. Yeah, if stuff, it's if yeah. it's Eastern time, it's probably two. Um, no, he's straight Central. So yeah, I would say you know a, a good ninety minute right when intimacy will, session with your loving yeah. wife of who knows how many years. I will say that uh, earlier before the song before uh, before we went on the air. Someone sort of sang this like a piano man, and I think that there's a little bit in a little of that in here. It's twelve o'clock. That's the meanest Angela's thing you calling. Say about anybody. There Come will be no on, Billy Joel. Let's go on to, to, bed. Off to bed. I told her remotely, I told her remotely that I I'd get the, the, the TV, but I turned to, a, I flipped a, movie to a movie instead. instead. La da da, diddy da, wah 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 wah. I need a mug of beer. I need a mason jar. I'm going to bang my middle-aged wife (laughs) just like I've been doing for years. Wouldn't it be great if he just said fuck in the last line? (laughs) So, like, this is... This is again just. I, I do think it's As brilliant. As she climaxed through her tears. I, <laughs> la, da, 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 da. I think God. it's it's a, like I said at the top. It's a good story. It's a very good tune. It's very just. I love it's it. Easy to listen to. I absolutely love you it. You can tap your foot to it. Uh, <clears throat> tap your foot. You tap foot. anything to it. <laughs> I guess so. You can tap your foot underneath the bathroom stall to it. Right. <laughs> Minnesota airport. Mm-hmm. I would pay upwards of $75.88 if I could remember the circumstance that led Sean and I to sing this as Oh God. Move over hatred equalities. Colin. Ah, I fucked it up. I blew it. I fucking blew it. Were you like at DC, like looking at like a memorial or something? No. <laughs> no. We were definitely in move. your car. I think it was at work is where I think it was, but I don't know. Um, but it was move over prejudice, yeah, yeah. equality, it's calling. calling, reach up and turn <coughs> out your hate. I don't know why that happened, and I don't know why it didn't catch on. Um, maybe we were, uh, I mean, we were, of course, on the D- diversity committee. 
at a <laughs> at that job. And I mean, maybe, maybe we were trying to craft a uh, Black History Month anthem. That that this seems is the familiar. season for it. Yeah, <laughs> tis the season. This for is the, reason. the Cold Dog Soup Black History Month episode, Memorial episode. <laughs> but uh, we have never, I have never on this podcast asked anyone to put a song in their repertoire of things that they love. But I'm giving this the full Matt Hankins guaranteed banger. Um, in the smash or trash file, this is definitely a smash. I'm telling you, get the spins up on this thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would like for this to get so much traction that we have that John Dow has to release it, and he finally gets super rich because of Angela. You know how happy I'd be? Only to find out that he stole the melody from Tom Petty and his estate sues him. Only to find out that he murdered his wife 20 years ago. Yeah, and he's or been banging, a, banging Just, a car ever since. He's been banging that car ever since. Yeah, let me just get Angie's keys. What? (laughs) Anything else on this one, boys? Because there is a doozy waiting in the weeds. Uh, I'm I'm good. I am good. Thank you, John. Yeah, thank you very much. And I'm going to continue to uh, lobby to to do at least one more of his songs because I got to hear some sweet touchdowns. Still see him running. Hey, Hankins, I do have a question. Is, is John still sort of writing and producing music, or has that time sort of uh, passed him by? I mean, he's still, he's, you know, he's a guy who knows how to play, owns nice guitars, and I know that annually he gets together in the studio and does some stuff. Cool, cool, um, cool. So, yeah, I'm still, he's still still tinkering around, just uh, riding it out, but I, I don't know that it'll ever get better than this, because I don't know if anything will ever get better than this. Um and, you know, this was sort of a found footage, if you would. This was something that just kind of came into my hands that I didn't know existed. Somebody gave me this on a CD. and was like, here, you, you, you know this guy. Just listen to it see what you think. Um, the same thing happened with this next piece we're about to hear. Um, the results are spectacularly different. Here is Albert Cohilo with something I don't even know the name of. Hi, this is Brad. And this is Katie. And we're the hosts of Decomposition Podcast. I think considering the material we're working with, that language was neither shocking nor inappropriate. It's upsetting and delightful. Much like (laughs) this song. Uh, No, this is just rhyming nonsense. Yeah, here to hyper-analyze all your favorite terrible songs. From Billy Joel to Taylor Swift. And Pitbull to Kiss. We break down what makes these songs so, so good. While they're so, so bad. This is a postmodern commentary on human existence. Mm. Billy Shakespeare did write a whole bunch bunch of sonnets. 154 to be exact. I am not suggesting that this is a good or artistic song in any way. It's not good, but but it's it's great. great. (laughs) You can find us at decompositionpodcast.simplecast.fm or subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Check out our new episodes every Monday and remember, they're not guilty pleasures if you don't feel guilty. Am I dreaming? Is it real? Wake me up, clue me in. Tomorrow is forever. Tonight we begin. You 
thing that has haunted my nightmares for years now this is uh, the let first me set time i've stage. ever heard this yes yeah like this isn't something i even share with people yeah you've never i don't blame you this is like a disco like this very is this is creepy. bad i hope you don't know this guy because i'm not gonna be nice like about this. i do not i do not know this guy here's what i know about this guy mm-hmm. he was in a small <laughs> or in a mid-sized city in the mm-hmm. southeastern United States. And he had Franklin a Tennessee. green folder that he was on the streets handing out that accompanied this compact disc that oh. he was handing oh, okay. out. So this is not a friend and of a friend. This is this is someone who dude on the might have been who might have been uh, a ghost for all I know. This might have been an alien come down. Trying, trying to, to get his music, music. There is a compact disc. By the way, Creel, what is French for compact disc? A compacted disc. Okay, go ahead, Hank. <laughs> and he was handing out 
this compact disc, and the the disc was entitled "Future Hits of the Ozarks," uh. and it had a jewel case and a nice uh, like a nature picture from the Ozark Mountains Hankins, as the, the cover. I hate to interrupt, but I got to get this detail out, fleshed out from this story. Was this person Harvey Weinstein? Because I think that is who wrote this song. Because it's For all real? about like this producer sitting in a Hollywood chair smoking a cigar like interviewing in. candidates for an actress position being like yeah baby what you gonna do would not me? surprise me you're my star if it was young you're my star bend <laughs> over let me see them jeans okay that's it it's in the tea it's in the tea it's in the tea a skirtless star you're my star baby we'll, we'll yeah. get to it we'll, we'll get to it i i was so it wasn't harvey weinstein that's all i want to I, I don't think it was okay. at Ted, least Ted, he, he did not present died. himself at. Okay. but okay. in this folder were Some of the lyrics to some of the songs, and an open letter he had written to Josh Hartnett. Oh, this is the fucking Definitely guy. I've heard about this before. Harvey Weinstein had a crush on Josh Hartnett. I know. About was- a script that he had that would make him an Oscar winner for supporting actor. <laughs> He Which wanted. that detail always fucking knocked me on my side. You know, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want to shoot for the stars. No, he, he's definitely not an A-lister. This guy knew that Josh Hartnett, he, he's, was, he's a side piece. He's not the main piece. This was, by the way, uh, I believe the same time as like 40 Days and 40 Nights. Yeah, he was sort of breaking through, but then yeah. he didn't. This guy already knew he wasn't right. a breakthrough. This was, was a yeah. pre-Sin City Josh yes. Hartnett. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And included as well were supporting screenshots of Google searches that if you search for Josh Hartnett and you were on page like 900, you would get a reference to Albert's letter to Josh Hartnett. And it also included um, a treatment, an open letter essentially that he hadn't released yet that was to, or about this song, uh, Butterfly Tears, that if Carrie Underwood would record, she'd win a Grammy for. You know, this guy seemed to be on it. Uh, I think it's hard to understand. Yeah, this guy is is definitely like. I want to. I don't want to say he's an alien from the future. He could just be a human from the future. But he definitely I'm, like. I'm, what was he wearing? Was it a lot of like <clears throat> cellophane and like aluminum neon? And he, this was all translated from what was some weird future language. It was like an it was an amalgamation of all languages together, and it had no accent. And he loved chicken sandwiches. Um, but, and I'm calling him Albert now because I can't remember if Albert is the person that wrote these songs or the person who he had record them. Because the person who is singing these songs is not the guy who wrote them and did all this stuff that I just said. So we're going to call him Albert for the purposes of this podcast. And that's just going to be one amalgamation of all the things that are rolled into this. Um, This is what I called true life leading lady, but because this was on, you know, just a compact disc, I don't remember if that's the title or if that's just what I titled it. Um, And it is not the worst thing on that disc. What would you say is the worst thing on that day? I think the worst thing is somebody's home in baby's heart tonight, which is about which is about a soldier who is away at war and he's talking about how his baby is back home 
and what, what he's drew in her you heart. to this song to of all of this everything on the cd why does this one seem to haunt your dreams what what gets gets you hooked into the song are you saying am i dreaming is it real wake up clue me in because when i i have a very bad habit of right at bedtime um to get very silly very silly and when you um, wake and up also still silly um but my poor wife has had to deal with this for 14 15 years now of me interviewing myself for um, <laughs> you do a lot of post game interviews a lot of post game interviews also a lot of acceptance speeches a lot of interviews about records that i have coming out um, sometimes so a big I'm interviewing role play people. Or something, right? A lot of well, it's not it's role play, but there's there there's just one side of the conversation. I think it's, you and Weinstein are like one and the same, oh man. Boy. Oh boy! I'm never asking myself questions and answering them. I'm only either answering Hashtag or um, look, I'm look, only so asking. This time you're 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 a lifeguard, and I <laughs> went into the ocean. and I'm the water. <laughs> so Hankins, hold on, hold on, Hankins, I have a very important question sure. for you. I have a very important question for you. So your poor <laughs> your poor wife Creel's still laughing at the water. Um, your wife has to hear only the questions or only the answers. It's not absolutely. Hey, wh- what were you thinking when you recorded this in the like? You know, this is your first uh, Grammy for blah blah blah. What do you think? Two minute pause and then another question. There's no answer to that question. Absolutely. That has Absolutely. to be, A, annoying, B, mm-hmm. unbelievably maddening, because you're just mm-hmm. listening to a, something a you're interested in. Yeah. That and the like, opposite oh, is true, where it would terrible. be, yeah, terrible. you know, we, we, we just hunkered down in the studio, <coughs> and we really focused in on trying to make this the record we wanted to make. Oof. Certainly. Certainly, Oof. there was <laughs> instrumentation... Um, there were instruments that we didn't even know existed. I think we invented a couple. At one point, I put guitar strings on the back of a chair. And you hear that. It's not in the foreground. We keep it in the background because we want people to be intrigued. We want to bring them into the record. No, no, he wasn't there. <laughs> this, that, that would be maddening. That, that's this like has the, gone on the, for years. And I'm imagining five to seven times a week. I've never been to a nut house, but I imagine like 20% of the people just, that's their bit. That's uh-huh. what they do all the time. And so sometimes, sometimes instead of being interviewed about the songs, I'd be performing the songs. <coughs> um, that would happen. And there'd be a lot of stage banter usually in those performances. Um, and then, so getting back to this, this was one of the songs I would often perform. Um, but for whatever reason, this resonated with both of us because there's a couple lines in here that we just couldn't fucking figure out. Just could not understand why anybody would write this down. So for weeks and weeks and weeks, I'd sing this song, you know, a couple times a week at least to, to try to figure it out. And so that's why this is the one I chose. Um, cause I get Do to you- deliver that line of midnight skirtless do you remember what this guy looked like who gave you this green folder no i this i did not have an interaction with this person i just received this from the same person who gave me the john dow cd so i'm one person removed from the maniac on the street however luckily for me i have made it known to anyone who knows me (laughs) if you come across a piece of terrible music i want it 
yeah, get definitely. it to me stat. And so I, I do get from time to time, people just hand me, they're like, dude, this is awful. You're going to love it. And they're always right. We might have to get you a copy of RMC, An, uh, one of our, one, somebody who went to our high school, mm. <clears throat> had a reggae kind of Ooh. band. And oh, it, it sounds <clears throat> great. And I we we think RMC either stood for Real Mean Christians or Reggae Metal Cowboys, <laughs> or both. I remember yeah. somebody gave me gave me a CD of a band that they didn't give it to me as like this is bad. It was like, hey, this is my friend's band. You should listen to it, and it was fine. And it was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> it was just fine. You know, you, just okay. Yeah, that's music. Nothing good or bad about it. It's just music. It. You will have an opinion about this. So this this song in particular, you like it because he you like to it. imagine that you wrote it and have this fantasy of talking about it. Oh no 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 but, no no! This was never in the fantasy. This was oh. just sort of. I'm just. I was setting the stage for uh, how I behaved at bedtime, and oh. this one snuck its way into there. And it was just us singing it and trying to figure out. Like, what the fuck is going on in this right. thing? Right, it's crazy. Well, <clears throat> he's he doesn't know if he's dreaming. <laughs> Am I dreaming? Is it real? And if he is dreaming, then he's dreaming about somebody sleeping. Because that person would have to wake <laughs> up and tell him. Wake me up, clue me uh, Tomorrow's Forever, tonight we begin. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You, go, you glow like a star, lighting up the silver screen. That only bolsters... Creel's argument Creel's, that this is Harvey Weinstein. That this is yeah, 100%, 100%. You're all the woman in my picture. Let me frame it for you, baby. Get between my hands. Yes. Oh, yes. this one steals I'm, the show. Mm, oh, you're a star, baby. In. You're my star. He's zooming in, zooming out. Camera one, camera two. You're my star, baby. Camera yes, one, yes. camera two. Work it. Camera one. Work it. <laughs> I'm the water... <laughs> You're the lifeguard, and I'm the water. <laughs> oh god! You're my true life leading lady, a blue jeaned earthly star. He's trying to say you're beautiful, toots. You're a star out of the sky. We're make you a star on the screen. Which that actually, that I think answers my main question about this song. A midnight skirtless star. Is she skirtless because she's not wearing anything, or she's wearing blue jeans, so she's not wearing a skirt? I've always heard that line as skirtly, so, and that makes no sense. So, certainly, Creel's interpretation is just as sensical as mine. It's, it's debatable. Either either she's taken off the jeans and put on a skirt, or she is she had the At jeans, midnight. and now she has nothing on because Harvey Weinstein is ravaging her, so... <laughs> Midnight skirtly stuff is how I always sing it. And she's a car. <laughs> Which makes me laugh. And oh, she's what if this car. isn't a shared universe? She's a car. This, this is not, is not in a shared no, universe. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. This is just a man and a this woman. This is not the Nashville, I mean the southern Ew. mid-sized city. Uh, I, I know I'm caught up in a spell. I'm on a natural high. I'm on a high, baby. I don't need drugs. I have you. You're my drug, baby. <laughs> You're my Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> We are some silly billies in here. The spirit is in the living. I really feel like I could fly. <laughs> I guess, like, when sometimes when you're on a, a high, you're flying. Uh-huh. 
but he is so low key because he's got this lady in the his spirits life. in the living, just right. living. L I V I N, man. Right. You so float. Let's let's take a, a slight pause right there. Pause. And so the words that we just read, whatever, they're <laughs> terrible, but you know, let's think about the production on this for just a minute. The production is is bonkers. It's, it really is. Why I, would, I cannot understand why they chose the weird disco. It's not good. And like three people this singing. This is like an it's, unchained melody. Like th- like there should there should be like something that uh, to me, more Patrick Swayze can mold a clay pot. I don't to. know, man. That's what it should. I be. don't even know no, what no, the no, instrument no, no. That is. That was pure and innocent. This is this is neither. Hey, of those baby, cha 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 cha. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in Back to the Future Part if, Three. They go to the old west. They got a fucking train, but no one believes them. <laughs> he has really cracked himself up on this one. I'm gonna let him sit right there. In it I'm not gonna step on it. Um, if the circus that Tom Waits described in Circus had come to town and were playing a song, it would be this weird carnivalesque. I don't, I don't know what instruments you need to make this this music. Um, it sounds like something from the beyond. Is a calliope an instrument? Hell, for the purposes of this, it is. <laughs> Well, if you told me he was playing a kaleidoscope, I'd believe you. <laughs> I'm and, surprised there's not a washboard in here. And that's the production on all of these songs. All of these oh, songs God. sound like that. And I don't understand. It, that's the part that bothers me, too. If if that production, if that's the musical choices that he made, um, that and, and he was singing... Oh, the devil came and shot me with a rocket ship. If that was the, the thing, devil like, okay. And shot me with a rocket if, ship. If he was singing, oh, the devil never could write no love songs. <laughs> if that was, okay, I, I could like understand. But no, this is like straight up sappy syrup pop music set to a hellscape of someone dropping an <laughs> organ. Somebody dropping an organ and harp down a flight of stairs. That, hey, if you were to tell hey me Albert, this song was about a this is your shooting, cousin. I would believe you. This is your anything. cousin, Frank it's, Mephistopheles. It's you know that new sound you've been looking for, <laughs> Marvin. Marvin Mephistopheles. It's just weird. It's it's creepy. It's you unsettling. Float vintage wine going down. It is re- so remarkably hey, unsettling. Baby, you're you're the 1974 vintage wine I've been looking for flowing down. You're my bottle of Chateau Neuf de Pap, baby. You go down so easily. And going down easily, clearly. Oh yeah, yeah, clearly. sure, 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 sure. Um, Pontiac could clearly a uh, pun that he meant for the fucking. Oil reservoir of uh, eighty six Pontiac. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't say if you know what or I mean. Bonneville, excuse me. Maybe. <laughs> and then he just repeats his shit over and over again. The song doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Yeah, he could have just said, "Hey, I like this person," right. and then <clears throat> called it a day. That could have been the entire song. <clears throat> oh God! So there's in one of the other songs. I just, I literally just remembered of this demonic Kelsey. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Um, 
I just remembered that there was a that I kept thinking this lady is Asian in this song, and I couldn't remember why, but it just dawned on me. Which in part? one of his other songs, he says he's talking about the woman he's with, and he says, "I love you, and you me too." <laughs> so I just assumed you me. That, why that you am I? Oh, that's her name. Got it. That you me too. <laughs> I love you me too. So that's why I was getting this Asian thing from. But yeah, um, it's terrible. Oh, God. It's. I mean, it's it may be awful. these. This may be the worst collections of songs that I've ever heard. Um, and that's not hyperbole. Like I would defy anyone else to bring me worse song, worse original songs. And That's I don't mean that were that were not just a, like there are things on. Sometimes I'll be going through the depths of Spotify and I'll hit upon uh, Chris Dillon. Is it Chris? Chris something. But he's a guy who does Dillon covers, and I can't believe a he's able to get it through the fucking the the Dillon net because yeah, Columbia is uber protected. Like they catch everything. Especially I don't know how this Dylan. guy gets it. Yeah, I don't know how this guy gets it through, but he's just a terrible performer. And what used to start this podcast was a similar thing where I would just go find the worst covers of Cold Dog Soup and stick them in the intros for Poetry and Lotion. Um, But I don't mean that. I mean original songs written and produced by someone whose singing is not the problem, but the words and the production are this bad. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I think... You did a, a really good job uh, with a compare and contrast with the first song in this one. Just juxtapositioning the two against each other is, is night and day. The first one is well done, has some little winks and some wordplay. And yeah. the second one is clearly done by an alien from the future <laughs> that's trying to warn us. There's a message here about something that's going to happen in the future. A we movie. we, we yeah. have to decode this. This entire song is an anagram for don't elect... A Donald Trump. Don't Donald we Trump didn't listen. Going to bomb we didn't South listen. No, he tried to tell us all about it and warn us, but we could not get it out. In we time. wouldn't listen. We, we would not. not. Don't believe I think his I lies. May, I think I may end this this episode by playing Butterfly Tears because it is bad in a very different way. A very very different way. It's bad. Um, I think I'd like if I can find it. I would very much like to play that for the people. Um, but no, this is, I just can't get over that this exists. Um, if I went to hell and they played this, I would be bored. <laughs> like this, that was the, uh, that is the intended effect is it is a punishment song um, for people that like excitement and good music. Like just cut this on. Yeah. And just those, like. It bums you, get you out, the, man. It's so big. Such a bummer. It's not bumming you out like in a good way, like, pushed... oh, this is sad and making me yeah. think about my life no. and regrets. It's not last and... kiss. No, it's, it, this is just a Lord. terrible waste of time. It's a it, terrible waste of time. That is the title of the song. <laughs> of this record. If if someone had gathered all the Casio keyboards from 1989 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and put them all in a room and went through and pushed one of the, 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 the auto buttons, buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the demo on button every buttons. one of them. This is what would come out of it. Yep, ninety-nine monkeys in a room with those Cassios. <laughs> Once in a while, they'll produce one a time Beethoven, they're right. But one yeah. time they're right, bait time. The other ninety-nine is this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> Am I dreaming? Is it real? 
Unfortunately, yes, it is. <laughs> but I'm just glad long. to be able to finally give this to the world and share it with people. Um, because I've been holding on this for a long time. Yeah, it and is. It is. And you know how much it hurts me to say that? Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's worse than retail, but it's it's they're competing for the bottom of the barrel. It's, I, I don't think it's worse. Worse than retail because it it has it didn't waste six episodes of our life. True, true. This was like a solid twenty. <laughs> you know, this is half an app. Yeah. Well, we could do each one of these. <laughs> for, just for Man, whatever keeps the heat off me, Jesus. Just Christ. for the sake of of comparison. No, the the rest of them are so bad. Um, maybe we'll put them we'll put them somewhere where people can get to them because now that the seal has been broken. Who wouldn't be frothing at the mouth to hear the rest of these babies? <laughs> All right. I've got nothing left in the tank. Um, Sean, tell the people that stuff you tell them. Before I do, Matt Creel. Yes. Sitting in front of me mm-hmm. right now. I wanted to ask you this for a very long time. All right, time. I'm listening. Will you make me the happiest man on earth? Ooh. And go to Buffalo Wild Wings with me after this? Uh, we'll do it off the air. Okay. The answer will be off the air. <laughs> I like Patreon to put you on the spot. I want to put you on the spot. Uh, oh, we could record it. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. one time, Creel and I, and I say, I, I don't want to saddle Creel with this, um, we were so despondent with our Buffalo Wild Wings experiences that we created a Twitter profile called at BWW Truth. And we were going to document all our times going to various Buffalo Wild Wings in our area. We're not going to put too much effort or gas money into it. And the first one we went to, we actually had several like local franchises mm-hmm. following mm-hmm. us. And um, I think because they were worried that we were going to like <laughs> shake the crime stick at them. And <laughs> we, we um, went to one and... A fucking bird was flying around mm-hmm. in, in the bar area. In the, in the store. So the first tweet was like, a bird is flying around the bar area. I think they got their drink order in before us, and we've been here for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, then, after that, and subsequent times, I think we stopped after three, Yeah, uh, we just received A-plus service. Yeah, it's been pretty the food good was hot. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's only going to improve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you are acquired by a quality company like Arby's... There's nowhere to go but up. Right. Nowhere to go but up. Well, uh, as as Hankin said, uh, if you would like to contact us um, specifically about this podcast, mm-hmm. you can submit your works at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at TTF Network. You can visit our website at www.ttfnetwork.com. There you can find our latest episodes. If we ever do another That's Disgusting, it will eventually be up there. We have a YouTube channel that we just launched. Um, we're basically, that's just another way you can listen to really any episode without, um, if you don't subscribe, then you should subscribe. But um, we're going to upload basically our all our episodes in video form where you just stare at a logo and listen to what we're saying. Uh, if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, consider becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash TTF. Tango Tango Foxtrot. We received one more Patreon today. Hot this day. week. Uh, $2 a month. Thank you, Betty M. I don't have a clue who that could be, but I bet they're a great person. 
Mm-hmm. They are. They are. And they are supporting the TTF network, allowing us to make some serious investments, serious investments into the TTF network. We're only getting bigger and better. A real Peggy of a gal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got, Hankins. What's that crime stick? I got a bad. <laughs> You're right. Anybody who doesn't join us next week is a real ding-a-ling. So make sure to be here for Cold Dog Soup. The wedding vows are just to start to get us on the road. Trying to build a made of gold kitchen crash ideas smash leave us looking back night sees me drive a cab day fades to black our lives together are a film of all the ups and downs turmoil and teardrops then the turn around I love you and you me too Helps us to survive We can feel our heart kiss You make me alive You make me alive Like I never was before Every second we're together Is a first forevermore Tenderness Find a place to thrive Everyone sees our glow You make me alive You make me alive Like I never was before Every second we're together Is a first forevermore Walking in the woods Talking by the fire You make me alive